Welcome to the Healthpreneur Podcast. My name is Uriel Kaim, former professional soccer player turned health crusader, New York Times bestselling author, and business strategist and coach for visionary health entrepreneurs. Each week, I'm bringing you inspiring conversations with remarkable health and fitness entrepreneurs who've gone from struggle to success and are now doing big things in this world with the hope that our conversation will help you stay on track and build your business so that your genius can impact more lives, no matter what life throws your way. Thanks for joining me today, and before we get started, remember that you can grab a free copy of my new book, Health Profit Secrets, to discover the four secrets to helping you turn your expertise for health or fitness into a successful business online that makes you more money, frees up your time, and impacts thousands, even millions of people all around the world. Simply go to healthpreneurbook.com to get your free copy today. And with that said, let's get to today's show. Hey guys, what's up? Yuri here and welcome back to the Healthpreneur Podcast. Last episode, we had a great conversation with Brad Pilon about the truth about running an eight-figure business, uh, the ups and downs, the lessons learned, and lessons learned. And today we've got a solo round. And in this episode, I'm gonna walk you through five ways to be a more productive entrepreneur because it's all about being effective and efficient because um, otherwise you're just wasting your time. You know, I'm a huge believer in working smarter, not harder. And uh, if you're the same, I think what I'm about to share with you is gonna be extremely valuable. So without any further ado, let's jump into these five tips. Now there's other ways to be more productive, but these are really, uh, what I like about these is that they all kind of flow together. So if you wanna take down some notes, you can do that. I will also have the show notes for this over at the blog. So if you want the written version of what I'm about to tell you, you can head over to healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash podcast. All right. So tip number one is to focus on one major project at a time. So when I say at a time, I'm essentially saying when you look at this kind of scheduling your year is to really kind of, and I'm going to challenge you here, is to really figure out what are the handful and I'm saying a maximum of five big outcomes you want to achieve in the year. So these would be related to a project. So let's say, for instance, that you had a product that you wanted to launch to market and achieve a certain number of sales. That would be one project. Now, what I'm going to say to you is that if that's your focus, make that the only thing you work on at least for the next 90 days. And this is tough because there's other things you have to take care of in your business. But the whole idea is that you want to set things up so that 80% of your time is spent on the most important project. 20% of your time is spent on kind of, you know, the little things that have to get tidied up and the little errands and, you know, the, the stuff that doesn't really move the needle forward, but just has to get done. So the key is to identify one major project at a time and do your very best to stick to it. Now, if you have a team of people, it might be a little bit different. Now, but what I can say for you, what I can say from experience is even running a team at its height of about 14 people, we had a very tough time of focusing and effectively executing more than two or three projects at a time. And even though you know we had smaller silos working on individual projects, when the team is split, when the company in terms of its focus is split, you're not going to get the same results. Whereas if you said, okay, everyone, the only thing we're going to do for the next three months is this one thing. And here's what you're going to do. Here's what you're going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. We're all going to work together to make this happen. When you can focus, that's the power. It's very much like getting a magnifying glass when you're a kid and roasting those ants 
under the beam of sunlight. And I know you've, you probably did that. So if you're a lot like I was, maybe you weren't. Maybe you just burned some grass and you're nice to the ants. But The Power of Focus is extremely, extremely important. It's a great book if you want to kind of kind of go deeper on this. It's called The One Thing. And it's... Um, It really is about finding that one thing to focus on. So that's the first way to be more productive. Now, the second thing is that once you've identified that one big thing, well, how do we how do we tackle that? How do you eat an elephant, as the saying goes? Well, you take one bite at a time. So what we're going to do next is we're going to identify from that big project what are the controllable actions that we can start taking to move us closer to the outcome. Because what a lot of times businesses and entrepreneurs deal with anxiety and the anxiety comes from focusing on things we can't control. So you're saying, I want to make a million dollars. Great. If you're only focused on the outcome, that's the outcome. You can't control how much money you make. You can indirectly, but by focusing on saying, okay, I've got to make this money sales, this much money, that is an indirectly uncontrollable type of outcome. But when we focus on that, we tend to feel more anxious. And the reason for that is because we don't have a bridge from what we're saying we want to what we can do in the present day to move us closer to that. So what we want to do here is we want to break down that outcome goal, that thing that is slightly out of our control, like let's just say making a million dollars. Now we want to break down What are the things we can control to help us move us closer to that? So this is essentially going to be a brain dump. You're going to write down all the different ideas to move this project forward. So again, you want to make a million dollars? Well, how are you going to do that? There's a lot of different ways you can do that. But let's just say you had a product that you're going to go to market with and you knew that if you could get the right people involved and have a, you know, a good Facebook ad funnel, you could crack that code, you can get, acquire customers at a profit, you could crack a million dollars. Let's just say that's the example. So you have to identify what are the things we're going to do to get us there. You want to write down all of the different ideas, the things that you can control. So that might mean reaching out to potential partners, you know, continuing to grow your podcast, you know, pumping out three to five videos on YouTube per week, emailing your list on a daily basis. You want to really think about this, and this is why I continue to say like it's important to take time away from the business to, to do the thinking, to do the big strategic thinking, because when you can really lay out everything that might be involved in a bigger project, it gives you clarity, because now you've got all the ideas down on paper, you've got everything out of your head, and you can start to look at, okay, what makes sense out of all this stuff? So the second thing we're doing here is we're breaking down that one big project into controllable actions. And we want to write down as much as we can really think about because a lot of times procrastination, which is something we all deal with, and be very honest with you, I think I'm really one of the most uh, sought after experts on procrastination, if you will. And the reason for that is because I wrote the book on it, literally. And that's because when I was just about to graduate from university, I was studying kinesiology and I decided not to attend any of my swim classes in the morning. We had a swim component to our activity classes. So I had to make up, uh, so I decided, you know, like, yeah, like, sure, the school's not going to recognize that I didn't show up to any swimming classes. And um, they did. So I had to make up 20 hours of swimming in the last week before I graduated, plus I had to write a 20-page paper on procrastination. So I can literally say I've written the book on procrastination. So the reason we procrastinate is because 
either we're delaying something, some kind of pain that we don't want to experience, like me in, in the form of swimming, because I, I can't stand swimming. I wish I did. It's a great sport, but I just don't like it. So anyway, so that's that's the, the first thing. But the second thing, and I think most applicable to a lot of us, is we're not exclusively, we're not, we're not very clear on what the next actionable step is to take. So if you say launch products, that's a huge, that's a universe in and of itself. But what is the next actionable step for you to take? Maybe it might be sit down for one hour tomorrow between 12 and 1 and brainstorm launch strategy. So you can see how that's a lot more tangible. You can almost visualize that happening in your mind. And so that's what we want to do is we want to think about these controllable actions as being the next logical step, the next thing we can possibly do. They're very visual and they usually start with a verb, brainstorm, call, email, talk to, write down, create, and that's all about taking that action. Okay, so that's the second step. Now, the third way to be more productive is the next step following that is that once we've identified these controllable actions is we need to schedule them into tangible sprints. And I typically like to work in 14-day sprints. So I take an example of, let's say we're launching a product. What is, out of all the things I've listed down, of things that we need to do that we can control, what can we do in the next two weeks where we can see a measurable kind of moving of the needle. So that might mean, so one of those uh, kind of legs in terms of what we can focus on might be, all right, so for the next two weeks, we are going to do massive outreach to 100 joint venture partners. And so that's going to mean, okay, well, within that, what are we going to do, right? So our goal is to, we're going to reach, so our goal is to contact 100 joint venture partners. Now we can't control if they're going to say yes to our request to promote the product, but we can reach out to them. That is controllable. So that might be something you focus on for the next two weeks. Then you look at, okay, we contacted 100 people. Let's say our goal is to have 75 of them say, yes, we're in. So what can we do to make it as compelling as possible for them to say yes to promote this product? Well, we have to create a really enticing payment bonus commission structure, right? So we want to sit down and really figure that out. So that might be step one. Step two is look at creating content, let's say pre-launch content, that might be suitable to specific audiences that our joint venture partners are in the space of, right? So you're starting to think about what can we do in the next two weeks that's tangible, that we can see a direct outcome from. And again, this would relate back to that list of controllable actions that you had previously written down, okay? So I like to work in two-week sprints because then you can look at, okay, here is the outcome we wanted. Did we hit it? If not, why not? If yes, cool, let's set the bar a little bit higher for the next one. Uh, two weeks is a good amount of time to get progress done or to see progress. I think if you go a little bit longer, you, know, you kind of start to you know, lose focus and forget almost what you're working on sometimes. The fourth way to be a more productive entrepreneur is to write down your day the night before. So you have all the things you know you're supposed to work on to make this project come to life. You know to the detail, you know, call Susan, you know, do this, strategize, launch plan. You know exactly what's supposed to happen. And now you're simply going to look at, okay, we've mapped out what we're going to work on for the next two weeks. We have our tangible kind of sprint. And 
what we're simply going to do now is okay well if tonight is if today is monday what do i have to do on tuesday because again we want to break this down to a very very simple what is the next logical action the next logical step i need to take to move this forward so at the end of your day Let's say it's today on Monday, at the end of the day, and this is actually a really important, this is probably one of the most important things you can do, is take out a sheet of paper or take out a notepad. I actually just use a post-it note, to be very honest with you, and I write down the three most important things I'm going to do tomorrow. And I think it's important to really limit how many things you're working on, because if you list out if you list out 10, there's no way that's going to happen, right? Let's, let's be honest. If you got 10 things to do, you're just doing too much. So write down the three most important things you're going to do. And even within that, there should be one thing, the big, like the big needle mover that you need to get done, that needs to be priority number one. And that needs to be at the top of the list. And that's the thing you need to work on the next morning, first thing before you do anything else. So by writing this stuff down before you go to bed or at the end of your day, what this does is it alleviates stress and anxiety because it tells your brain, hey, it's all good. We have this covered. We've already written it down. You can kind of take the night off. So you can kind of, you already know what you're going to be doing tomorrow. So you see some people, for whatever reason, think that you can wake up and then plan your day after you wake up. Well, it's too late. You've already lost the battle. You have to end your day, like literally before you go to bed, knowing exactly what tomorrow is going to entail because your subconscious mind now is going to start to figure out how we can do this. So write down at least the most important thing you're going to do tomorrow and then those kind of ancillary two or three tasks or smaller projects to also complete only after you finish the first one. But the key is you got to write this down the day before. And finally, the fifth way to become more productive. If you're using a Mac, if you're using a computer, I don't know if they have this on PC, but I only use Mac, so this is all I can give you here. If you're on a desktop or laptop, I would strongly recommend downloading an app called self-control it looks when you download it it looks like a it almost looks like it's like a like a virus that it's gonna you know hack your computer because it looks like a skeleton like on the on a poison bottle but here's what this thing does so self-control i think it's free it might be five or ten bucks if it's not i can't remember but basically what this will do is you can tell self-control which websites you want it to block you from during a specific amount of time. So for instance, during your block in the morning where you're going to do your most important project or work, you would tell self-control, turn off my internet, sort of shut, not, not the internet, sorry, block access to specific sites. So let's say Facebook, YouTube, Gmail, all the social media sites that are distracting you, right? And you, you assign however much time. So it might be two hours. You can, you can set it for like eight hours as much as literally as much time as you want. And here's the powerful thing. There is no way, it's physically impossible to reset that. Once you hit the submit button and the countdown timer starts, you can throw your computer out of your, like off your roof. It could smash on the ground. You could take it back to the Apple store for them to reboot it. It will still not allow you to access those sites until the timer is up. That is awesome. So the thing is, I recognize that environment is always going to trump willpower. And as dedicated and as you know disciplined as I try to be, 
I know that if I have that thought like, oh, what is so-and-so doing on Facebook? You know, that's, it's, it's a drug. And I'm sure you know this too. It's, it's social media, email, these are all addictive platforms and they're built like that. So we need to set up our environment to win, which means we have to basically just remove ourselves from that. It's the same reason that an alcoholic can't have alcohol in the house. If you're addicted to sugar, You can't have chocolate and pastries lying around. It's the same thing with this. So I'm telling you, if you block off two hours in the morning, use self-control to shut down those most addictive sites, watch what happens to your productivity. It's because what happens and what I've noticed is that I'll be working on, let's say you're writing something, right? Or creating a strategy for something. And all of a sudden, after doing it for about half an hour, 40 minutes, I start getting a little bit anxious. Like I want to, you know, a little diversion to you know, kind of just change things up. So what I'll do is I'll go check Gmail sometimes or I'll go check Facebook. And that's when things start spiraling out of hand. Now, the cool thing is with self-control, you go to those sites and it says, sorry, you can't access this site. It basically says like, it's like the internet doesn't work. So you're forced to go back to your work and really focus on that. So it's a really, really good tool to help you stay focused and concentrate on what matters most until you're done. And then you can reboot your site, you can reboot all those uh, different platforms, and you're off to the races. So there we go. Those are the five ways to be a more productive entrepreneur. Let me recap those Number one, we focus on one big project at a time and really do our best to only do that one thing. You have to say no to a lot of different opportunities and we talked about this in last week's solo round we talked about the two-letter word that will transform your business if you missed that episode go back and get it because saying no to almost everything is one of the most important things you can do to move yourself forward without distraction okay so that's the first thing second is we're going to break down that project into controllable actions that we have control over we don't have control over making however much money we make but we have control over the actions that move us closer to making that money Number three, we're going to schedule those actions into 14-day sprints. So we're going to allocate which ones are we going to work on for the next 14 days, which ones are we going to work on thereafter, and move forward from there. Once we've allocated the time in terms of what we're going to work on in the next 14 days, we're going to write down the next day's activities today before we go to bed when we finish the day. We're going to write down the most important thing and then up to three things to get done during that day. Okay, and then finally, we're going to use self-control, which is that app you can download for the Mac, which will shut down all those distracting sites. Those are five really powerful ways to be more productive. Basically, it's kind of my secret sauce for how I've been able to get as much done as I've been able to get done. And I think these will really find you well. So if you've enjoyed these, uh, I'd love to hear your feedback. If you want to leave, um, leave a rating review over on iTunes, just let me know. Uh, what you think about this that'd be awesome and if you haven't subscribed yet be sure to subscribe to the podcast healthpreneur podcast is the name obviously hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any upcoming episodes because next up we've got a great interview with best-selling author irene drabkin and she's going to talk about how to overcome self-doubt and naysayers which is a big thing holding a lot of people back because you know as an entrepreneur doing your own thing there's a lot of people that say you know what you can't do this or this won't work and that's, that's, that's unfortunate. So we're going to look at in the next episode how you can overcome that and some really cool strategies and stories to, to inspire you. So that's the deal that's coming up uh, on Wednesday. And that is all for me today. So once again, if you want to read the text version of this episode, head on over to the blog, healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash podcast. 
looking for the episode, Five Ways to Be a More Productive Entrepreneur. And while you're over there, remember to pick up your copy of Health Profit Secrets if you haven't already. It's my gift to you. It's an amazing book. Basically, just cover the cost of shipping, a couple bucks, and I will ship it right to your front door. And I'm going to be hooking you up with four amazing secrets or four little-known secrets to really uh, growing a successful online health business. These are the secrets that all successful businesses that I've encountered in my time have in common. And if you're not aware of them, that's a problem. But even if you are aware of them and you're not up to snuff on them, your business will not get to where it needs to get you. So grab the book today, uncover where you're at, and let's move you forward to the next level. So that's it for today. I hope you found these five tips helpful. Thank you once again for joining me, and I'll see you in our next episode.